was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. It was the best. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. Hello and welcome to Shaken Not Noob, the podcast that's feeling festive and has adopted Batman Arkham Origins as its official Christmas game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I yeah he, he checked it out. I 100% agree. <laughs> well, it's official now, buddy. So it's, on a, it's played on Christmas Eve the whole time. It's night, Christmas it? yeah. Eve, that's correct. It's our official Christmas game. Yeah, I, I actually really agree with that. There we go. It it's is the, done. It is the diehard of video games. <laughs> or the Batman Returns of video games. Nah. Like, Die Hard is the quintessential, <laughs> Christ- <laughs> Die Hard's the quintessential Christmas movie. Okay, okay. I think I think this is probably... The quintessential game yeah. set at Christmas time. Yeah. There we go. You can't play it all in one day, though. That's the thing. It's done. Um, yeah. <laughs> it takes a while. There we go. Well, speaking of Christmas, I am your host, Fuzzy Claws. And joining me today is my favourite little elf worker. It's Mr. Doody Dootrum. Hello. <laughs> What's your favourite colour? Hello. Colour. You? <laughs> <laughs> <Hello. laughs> Frank Walker. <laughs> uh, favorite color. That's green. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, yes. No. I'm well. Thank you. Duty the elf. There we yeah. go. It is festive time. It is. It is December. We're feeling up, uplifted in our spirits. Yeah. It's, uh, it's the end of the year period. We're sort of yeah. Basically, a lot of offices. Unfortunately, unless it's retail, where people start to sort of relax a little bit. Corporate offices start to get into that relaxation mode. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas retail gets effed in the air. Yeah, unfortunately, our friends in retail just stupidly busy. Yes, stupidly busy. So uh, uh, we we uh, we feel for you. Retail friends, yes, we, we feel for you. Yes. Uh, well, look. Uh, speaking of retail, we we do have a sponsor for the show. Mm-hmm. It's Culture Shock Collectibles. Yes. Now I haven't seen so much festive stuff from them lately, but I have seen something that everybody's going to be buying very very soon. It's a Toyota. No, it's not a car. It is a toy baby Yoda from The Mandalorian. Yes. Spoilers, obviously, for The Mandalorian, but if you listen to the show, you've obviously been, been on the internet, so it's already spoiled for you. Exactly, you're right. It is coming out. The toy Yoda is coming out in toy form. It's now going to be a Funko Pop. It's releasing next we're getting, year. Yeah, we're getting a Funko Pop. We're getting T-shirts. We're getting an actual life-size plush. Oh, my God. And the boxy comes uh, in. Is the, is the uh, cradle egg-looking thing? I'm 100% getting one of those. I think it's only 40 bucks. I think I said the, the immediately when it came on screen, I said to our friend Brado, I said, how can I get one of those and where do I give my credit card to? Like, immediately I want to buy one. They're so freaking cute. If our, if our friend Michael at Culture Shock, uh, if Hot Toys do indeed release a life-size Baby Yoda, would you purchase one? With egg, yes. I, I would. It, it's... Life size. I mean, it's about as big as you. Yeah, it's going to be cute. I'm going to get one. It'll be about four hundred bucks. So I'm still thinking. As long as it floats, I need the egg to float. float. I need the egg with magnets. Like it won't, it won't float. I mean, magnets. How do they work? But yes, that that would happen. That would be the thing. All right. So if they do come out, if they do <laughs> come out, to pre-order. Yes, that's right. Go to cultureshockcollectibles.com for all your pre-order needs. I think these ones are coming out in June next year. Yep. Um, so he's also got over three hundred Funko Pops that he's dropped for ten dollars. <laughs> so uh, if you're after some stocking stuffers for Christmas, there you go. They stock them pretty fast. Fifty bucks free shipping, which is great. Love it. You can get yeah. five Funkos for that. Exactly. There you go. Well, other places you only get two. Bargain. Bargain of the century. There we go. Cultureshockcollectibles.com for all your culture shocking needs. <laughs> there's, your, there's your lingo. There we go. That's that's the catchphrase. I'm going to get yeah. one of those one of these days. Uh, we're going to talk about some news now, buddy. Yes. Uh, the big news this week, of course, PlayStation turns uh, 25. I remember pl- the first PlayStation coming into my house. I remember. Week. I remember. I would have been... Nothing. Like, you would have been... Shit, hang yeah. on. <laughs> Were I? you born? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> hang on. About three or four when the first PlayStation came to our house. Sure. Did you chew it on was, it? It was a PSX. It was oh, the square one, not the oh. randy one. And my brother had Tekken 3 on it. Yeah. And I remember I got up. It was like the day after his birthday or the day after Christmas. Yeah. I got up early because I was a little kid and I wanted to play Tekken. And I remember opening the disc tray and I was holding a can of Coke and I'm like trying to juggle. Oh, God, like, no. Like my arms wide. And Did you bust it? Coke went onto the laser and fried. <laughs> oh wow! Because I remember I had those. I had uh, the, uh, one of those original ones, and yeah. that were they were like six hundred bucks. And you know, back back you know twenty five years ago, six hundred bucks actually meant yeah, that money. actually meant something. So um, I also bought a PS two for about a thousand, no, eleven hundred dollars, and my PS three cost me twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. Yeah. Australian? Uh, New Zealand yeah, dollars. So there's like five yeah. Australian dollars. So yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> when the PS3 came out in Australia, it was a thousand dollars flat. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. It's it's a they were a lot of and money. You got uh, that motocross game. 
Oh yes, can't remember what it's called. Yeah, PlayStation Three motocross wasn't wasn't fun. Anyway, yeah. yes, those were the games. But yes, uh, twenty five this year. Um, it also announced this week. Uh, it's officially, and you'll be pissed off about this. Uh, the world's best selling home video game console brand. I, I agree with that. Officially yeah. recognised, four hundred and fifty million units sold across uh, all of their like all well, of their range. That's, that's fucking huge. That's, I'm surprised it's not Nintendo though, because Nintendo has been around the has been around the park longer than PlayStation. Sure, um, but PlayStation, PlayStation, Nintendo, obviously very big in Japan, uh, not so big outside of the rest of the world. B- big, yeah. but not on the same scale. Like, yeah, and if and we were going like. Per like per capita, yeah. Japan like is crazy for Nintendo and Sony as well. Obviously, not so much. And with titles there. like the you know the, the GameCube and the Wii and stuff, they were very kid friendly consoles. Where yeah. now with the Switch, we're getting Diablo, we're getting Doom, we're getting some of those more adult. The Witcher. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Actually, I probably agree with that because as well, Xbox came out in what two thousand three with yeah. the original Xbox. Yeah. No. So this. It's 2001. Yeah, so it's it's a little bit of a gap. So yeah, I mean it's it's a great brand. It's been around for a long time. I'm looking forward to the uh, the future. Um, We're going to be talking about that too. So uh, yeah, so I'll save some of that for later. There we go. Happy birthday, PlayStation. There we go. What's what's PlayStation going to do at its 50th birthday? They're going to have a mid-cycle crisis. (laughs) I think that's what's going to happen at the end of the PS5. So the PS6, that's its mid-cycle crisis. Oh, yeah. 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 About then. It'll Price, be about right time. Sports car. <laughs> Shut up. Um, okay. Uh, moving on to the next piece of news. Uh, the 2018 Game of the Year, Dead Cells, uh, is getting its first set of paid DLC. How fuming are you? Uh, I'm actually okay because it's had so much free free LC okay. that the next one, it's it's been teasing now. It's like a full edition. It's got two new biomes in it, um, some new bad guys, new bosses, all the rest of it. I, I did see it on Game Pass the other day, and the thought did cross my mind. Oh, look, I'm 100% going to buy it because it just looks amazing. As everything is that they've done so far, yep. they've given us a lot of free content, an extra five bucks to continue playing new environments in one of like my favorite oh, games. Five bucks. That's the DLC cost. Yep. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, it's it called was... uh, it's called the Bad Seed. They put up a teaser trailer about it last night. Yep. Looks fucking fun. New baggies and everything. It's going to be amazing. So everything these guys put out is great. This is a game that was released uh, originally in I think it was the end of 2017. Rolled out again in 2018. Yep. Like it just kept going. Like they've been going, and they're still releasing content in 2020. Like that's a good track record that's, that's for a little indie game a, that's the sign of a good like siege and all that sort of stuff like they just keep pumping out stuff for it they keep bringing it out and they said if people keep buying uh, like playing it we'll keep bringing out content I'm 100% going to buy it so strong recommend couldn't recommend it any more strongly can't be your game of the year this year though I still play it this year though no <laughs> it's my 2018 game of the year of course I mean it was one of the best um, so yeah so there you go Dead Cells uh, it's coming out I believe early next year so uh, I think it goes first to PC and then it rolls out to the other platforms after that Yeah. so they do kind of like a you've got it on consoles will you purchase it on PC to to provide like a a import before it comes to consoles Um, I'll probably wait and play it on the consoles I love the controller layouts I've I picked it up on Xbox as well because it's on Game Pass. Yep. Um, I probably prefer the layout on the Switch because that's just what I'm used to as far as controllers are concerned Um, but you know let's just keep trying and see what happens yeah Yeah, Yeah, there we go um, so there we go. Speaking of games that come out, this this came out this week. I was I've enjoyed watching a lot of this. I'm not I'm not sure if you've seen it. Mm-hmm. An unreleased Spider-Man game. I've seen little had, things about this. Has uh, has surfaced now. It's been unearthed. Um, it's a tie-in to the pre to the unproduced Sam Raimi Spider-Man Four movie. Right. So basically, once they started, they're like Spider-Man Four. We're going to be releasing a movie. Um, here's the basic plot to it all. Go make a game about it. Yep. Um, so someone found a um, like a, a Wii dev kit. Yeah. Uh, they, they found it. They debugged it. They fixed it all up. And on that was a like a, a in development version of this game. Um, right. It looks like three quarters done. There's a lot of you know, textures and all the rest of it, but it's essentially playable. So, did you have you seen the the, the gameplay or? The I have, or yeah. Yes? So yeah. you can go and check out. There's a, a, a YouTube site, um, Hard for Games, yeah. Hard for Games. Um, that's right. And they do a lot of work with this kind of stuff, like unpublished games, all the rest of it. Yeah. And this is one of the ones that they did a playthrough on. Uh, the main villain that you'll be you'll be interested to hear. Who do you think it was? Spider Man Four. Uh, uh, the Vulture, played by. That's correct. Uh, fuck. Uh, Conair. Ding, 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 ding. Fuck is correct. Conair. <laughs> Conair. The Conair guy. 
John Malkovich. Yes, that's right. I mean, Nicolas Cage as the Vulture. I'd fucking watch that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also John Malkovich. But yes, so they had the Vulture. They had the Vultress. That was going to be Felicity Jones. And that was going to be Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, that's correct. Yeah, so uh, they... Yep. But Felicity Jones... Not Felicity Jones, sorry. Felicity Jones is the actress who yes. played the character in the, the Amazing series. But yep. uh, the character name that Anne Hathaway was having yep. is the same as Black Cat. Yes. She wasn't going to be Black Cat. That's correct. She was going to be the Voltress. Yes, that's which correct. Which is fucking stupid. I know. Anne Hathaway and John Malkovich. <laughs> it's like, let's have Selena Kyle in the Batman movie, but let's make a, I don't know. Selena Mr. Kyle was the Penguin. Yeah, as, as Mrs. Penguin. <laughs> Mrs. Popper's Penguin. <laughs> uh, so, yes, yeah, so they were going to have those two characters and as well, um, supposedly from some of the artwork that they've looked at in this game, uh, the Rhino. Oh, so there, yeah. I am Zerino. That was oh, the worst. Anyway, so yes, yeah, so those were the characters. It looks kind of fun. There was, there was talks of Bruce Campbell being um, Mysterio as well. Oh man, I just knew I, I would see Bruce Campbell as anything. He's had talks about playing like old Superman. Like yeah. he, he's just amazing. He's an amazing actor. I He'd love be that a good guy. Booster Gold. Could be. Yeah. But there we go. So um, so that game's out. It's it very Wii graphics type. Uh, yeah, very old school Spider-Man games. But looks fun. Like free roaming, swinging around New York, that kind of thing. Yeah. I think you'd enjoy it. So, right. yeah, there you go. Have a look at it. Check it out. Um, yeah, Spider-Man 4. Um, that was, that was going to be. So there we go. Right. There we go. That's the news this okay. week, buddy. Well... Uh, I've uh, I've got a little bit of news as well. Oh sure. Yeah, we saw it sort of. Uh, it was originally leaked and teased. Um, two pieces of uh, gaming news this week alone was actually leaked. Yes. Uh, of course, it looks like we're getting Resident Evil Three Remaster. So okay. Of course, we got Resident Evil Two Remaster that came out earlier this year, which yep. is one of the first video reviews I think that I ever did for. for sure. Our show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, five out of five game. It's a fantastic game. Yeah. Uh, I I still, for the life of me, want to get some some form of raw capture of you playing it because it is a horror game. Yeah. And having a couple of scotches and playing that will be a bit of fun. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. But uh, it looks like they're doing the same thing for Resident Evil 3. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the the box art has been leaked as well. Yep. And it looks fantastic. It's, okay. It's at high-res graphics. Yeah. And, of course, uh, it was leaked and now it's officially announced because it's been leaked. Uh, I believe tomorrow slash today, the 5th of December. Um, so remember, remember. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I was sitting there going, wait, that's November. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I was paraphrasing yeah, yeah. because you said the 5th, but, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, uh, so it's, it's available possibly now. I, it says the 5th of December, but I, I couldn't find it anywhere on the game stores and stuff. So sure. I assume it will be, say, tomorrow. It'll be probably the 6th our time because, yeah, you yeah. know, fucking America. It is the, uh, the the sort of the celebration edition of Star Wars Battlefront 2. Ooh. Um, so that is... <laughs> so uh, how many more dollars are you going to spend on the game that you already own? I've already found this information. <laughs> glad you asked. If you don't own a copy of Battlefront 2, which yep. is, uh, at the moment you can find them going on sale for like five bucks online, stuff like that. That's sure, fine. sure. If you don't own a copy of it, yep. to purchase this in stores or online, it's 40 US dollars, which is about... 50 to 60 Australian, about that. Yep. Uh, if you do own a copy of it, and you are upgrading from just Battlefront 2 to the Celebration this is edition, Yeah, here we go. It is 25 years old, so it's about 30 what? bucks. What? it comes with... Oh, oh, okay. Yep, here we go. Do they cup your balls while you're paying for it's, it? It's, it's got the base game and all, the, all of the DLC, so all of the, the new game modes, the new maps, the new heroes, all that sort of stuff. Sure, sure. It comes with every single skin for every trooper, because they cost... 20,000 credits per skin. Yeah, which and is about 20 days worth of grinding. Exactly. So, yep. Uh, every single legendary skin for troopers. Yeah. So, like, you'll get some of that, uh, like, the Geonosian sort of skins and stuff. They're very rare. And, like, they're 80,000 points. Yep. You get every single skin legendary, every skin for every hero. So, if you want your... So, your why, why are you... Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, so you're unlocking all these skins. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, yeah, you're Because yeah. I know you're excited. Yep. You get all of those skins. So, what else is there to save up points for when you're playing the game? Good point. Uh, <laughs> I think it's uh, star cards. Because you upgrade your star cards with points. And then yeah. it'll cost you like 800 to upgrade a card. Yeah, but like... Yeah, okay. There we go. So star cards are like your perks. Um, and uh, if you... So, essentially, yeah, if you want your Han Solo to look like old and Ehrenreich... Rather than running, saving 80,000 points and getting it, you can just do it straight away. So does it unlock all of the characters as well? Or? All the characters are already unlocked. That was a okay. patch release maybe 
three to six months ago. Oh, really? All heroes are just unlocked. There but we if go. If you want skins for that hero, it, it's it's a wee bit. I mean, you want Count Dooku in his pajamas, which is, I think, the greatest skin of all yeah, time. Yeah, I think the skin is called like exquisite pajamas or something like that. They are exquisite too. Yeah, it's still one of my favorite scenes in that series as well, the Clone Wars series. series. Yeah, amazing um, scene. Like he has a fight where he's like blinded, and it's so it's so great. I you also it. get uh, there's new DLC coming out the 20th of December for the Rise of Skywalker. You get to play as Sith troopers. Okay. There's going to be Capital Supremacy for the sequel series. So Capital great Supremacy game. is a great, great game, game mode. mode. Yep. There's three legendary skins for Ray, Finn, and uh, Kylo Ren for sure. the new film. So Ray's in a slightly different set of like. She's in a tan. white color instead of being a tanned color. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Costumes, yeah. Just, we won't get on that. <laughs> and there's two new heroes coming as well. What? BB-8 and BB-9E, uh, hero characters in game. I don't want to live in this world anymore. They are, what the fuck is the point? Apparently, they're not. They're they're sort of. They're like princess. Princess Leia is a very much, and, and the Emperor very much support characters, but they have a little bit of offense. Yeah, Princess BB- Leia is amazing, actually. As yeah, a, as and a hero you can, character. And with this addition, rather than saving eighty thousand, you can wear her bounty hunter uh, uniform. Yato, like, yeah. And anytime she does an audio voice line, yeah. it's coming out of that mask and it doesn't sound Oh, English. nice. Yeah, it's freaking cool. Because she's holding a thermal detonator. Right. So you apparently can play yeah. BB-8 and BB-9E and they're heavy, heavy support. Sure. They're no attack. They sit with your squad and support them. So it'll be buffs and stuff like that. That's fucking stupid. Like, I'm it. sorry. I think points-wise, because it's like 3,000 points Like when you're playing games. You, when you're playing around, you accumulate points by killing and capturing and stuff like that. Sure. It'll be like 800 points plays BB-8, and he's just support as fuck. Like, okay. That'll, that'll be it. I'm very sure. excited for it. I'm going to pick it up. Of course, I love Star Wars. I'm yep. still playing Battlefront 2. There we go. Um, yeah, and look, some of the skins you get in this game are fucking outside. You get a General Grievous one where he's like, his ribcage is ripped open. You can see his heart beating in there and stuff. Oh, that's around. pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, that's that's cool and so fucking uncivilized. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> there we go. All right, and you um, you had some other other news as well. Uh, I've been playing. I've been playing some games. Oh yes, that's good. Of course. I mean, for a gaming podcast, it's, yes, it's amazing. Uh, this week, actually, for us, it was yesterday. Was the release of Operation uh, Shifting Tides? Oh, okay. Rainbow Six Siege. It is the last. Uh, two operators released for the year four DLC pass. Yep. So every year they have a deal. Year they have like a season four. pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about fifty bucks a season pass. To be honest, I was a bit hesitant at first because I'm sitting there going fifty bucks for a season pass. I don't know. Yeah. How long do the seasons go for in uh, Siege? See, okay, we'll talk about that in my next piece okay, of news. Yep. But yes, yeah, okay. Yep. Um, so of course uh, the, the last operators have released this year, and it is Operation Shifting Tide. It sure. It gives us a Kenyan and an Indian operator. Yeah. Uh, so we get. Kali, who is an attacker hailing from India, of course, and uh, her weapon is a bolt-action sniper rifle. It is the first new gun added to the game in, I think, nearly a year. Okay. Her uh, her bolt-action sniper rifle is, if it hits you anywhere on the body, it can hit your foot, it can hit your arm, it can clip your shoulder, it doesn't matter. If it hits you anywhere on the body, you're instantly downed. Yeah. Right? Okay, that's interesting. But when you're, when you're aiming down sights or down the scope, because the bolt action, you pull your head away and you have to cock the gun and then put look through scopes again, which gives people a chance to heal, you know, pick the other team up. Yeah. Hit him in the head, it's an instant headshot. But she's also got this device that it's sort of like a little breaching round that goes into walls mm-hmm. and it can be used to destroy any equipment attached to that wall. So if you reinforce a wall and put a, uh, a car battery against it, yeah. you can't put anything against it because it's being electrocuted, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if she shoots her device at that wall, it blows up the batteries on the other side. Oh, does it... Let- does it- uh, blow up the reinforcement as well? It or? won't blow up the reinforcement, okay. but it will allow the hard breaches in the game to put up their breaching devices if the wall was electrocuted. Yeah. So it comes in really handy like that. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, there is the defending operator who... I will say I'm having a lot of fucking fun with him. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to remember his fucking name. Wamai, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, his ability is he throws magnets. Okay. Magnets. How do they work? Um, <laughs> essentially, he has this recharging ability... That like every, I think it's like every 30 to 45 seconds, he gets a new one. Sure. So you can essentially just spam. They're like little discus magnets. You put them up walls, doors, anywhere in the area that you're defending. Yep. Anytime someone tries to throw a grenade at it, the magnet <laughs> grabs it and takes it to the wall. I like that. So then when the explosive blows, it blows up the magnet. But because sure. they keep recharging after time, you you Just get don't it. be standing near it. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, the the trophy system in COD. I don't know if you've yeah. used that before. Yeah, yeah. yeah, same sort of thing. It's a little bit like that. Yeah. And the the thing that I love about it, I was playing it last night with uh, with, with a couple of mates, and I first round I'd thrown some strategically placed magnets around. Someone comes in with one uh, attack. How do they work? 
what one attacker's got essentially. Sorry, that's not uh, going to get old today. No. He's got an incendiary sort of bolt on a crossbow that when it hits its target, it explodes and it covers the area in fire. He's yep. tried to shoot it at me. I've heard the magnet go. It's, it's, I've literally hit it behind the wall, so it's gone back at the attacker and exploded in his face. Okay. And it's burned him alive. So it's, it's really, really handy. If someone throws grenades, breaching charges, it blocks any sort of explosive or throwing device. Okay. It's fantastic. He's a, he's a really good operator, and he has a fucking assault rifle. Okay. He's one of the only operators, defensive, that has an assault rifle. It's Interesting. It's, it's probably my favorite. Out of all these year four operators, this set is my favorite. Yep. Hands down. The Australian operators were pretty fun, Mozzie and Gridlock. Yep. But the, the shifting tide operators are fucking fantastic. Okay, there we go. I think these are these are operators that aren't just DLC, everyone plays them for a couple of weeks, then goes back to their preferred one. I yep. think these operators are, they're here, they're in the game, and then they'll go, actually, yep, this defender is actually, you know, Wamai is a really good tactical defender. Yeah. He's not just a, a flavor of the month sort of character. Yeah. Um, and Carly with her sniper rifle... If uh, she can actually breach through multiple walls with her sniper rifle, so if there's okay. five plywood walls, if she fires around, the bullet will go through all five walls. Mm-hmm. If there are five guys lined up, all you know, stupidly like in a train, and you shoot them in the head, that round will go through all of their heads at once. Yeah, so wow. there's no bullet stop. It's like a high-powered sniper rifle. I like it. I like it. There we uh, go. That, uh, for, for these operators, yeah, I'm giving them five out of five. It's, it, the DLC is fantastic. And they've reworked one of the maps as well. They've changed up... uh, It's a constantly evolving game like Overwatch. They've changed some of the mechanics around and, and, you know, altered some of the bugs. I'm loving it. Loving it. Nice. And I'm playing it on PC as well. And I'm killing people on PC using my fucking controller. I'm plugging my Elite controller in. See, now now I know you're a madman. Because, like, if you're playing it on PC... Yeah, right, right. So, like, that's the thing I I never noticed about. You know how you can program your Elite to do certain buttons, do certain things and all that sort of shit, right? Yeah. I've got a a siege mapping on on my Elite. Yeah. So that actually transfers to Siege in on PC. Yeah. So the buttons are actually still all the same. And I'm playing Siege on PC and I'm I'm playing with I'm playing with G Man. Mm-hmm. He's like, dude, that was nice. I'm like, yeah, I headshot three people in one round with my elite and he's like, What do you mean you're elite? And I've gone, hey, I'm playing with a controller. <laughs> he goes, What the fuck are you playing with mouse and keyboard? I'm like, I don't know the buttons, I'm a f- I'm a little yeah. bit of PC gaming. Massing and controller, I'm getting kills. WASD, buddy. Uh, I mean, seriously, like that. You are a madman. I'm a madman. Yes, but I, uh, when, when I play with him, I go, "Oh, look! I'll do one full game of mouse and keyboard. I get two kills. I get three kills. Whatever. I do a whole ra- you know round on a controller. I'm getting eight, or I'm getting I'm getting a decent amount, or something like that. Or I'm I'm actually surviving to the whatever end of the, round. the decent number is. <laughs> Siege is okay, a constantly look, evolving game. As, as someone who's probably a, you prefer a console style of game, I can understand why you'd like it better. I just know Everything that... It's just literally in the palm of my hand. But, <laughs> the power <laughs> of the sun. Precious tritium. Um, who needs the fucking soundboard? Anyway, uh, I can tell you right now, just try it out. Like, I, I've, I've done a couple of rounds. On, on a couple of rounds is not good enough. You need to give it a good go for a couple of days, maybe a week. Learn what it's like. I can trust you right now that when you get to learn the keyboard and mouse, aiming is easier, things are faster. Like yeah, the, Once I, you I get into the swing of it, you'll be fine. I think my problem is as well, like I'm playing on a, on a gaming laptop, but I'm playing on a couch and I'm slumped down. I'm not You need to be sitting up. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Yeah. Um, if I was sitting at a table, maybe different. But because I'm slouching down, I'm like, I have a controller. Yeah. My laptop screen is right in my fucking face and I can see everything that's going on. Yeah, sure. No, fair enough. Yeah. There we go. Still mad. Uh, yeah, people so write and tell Duty how mad he is because I, I need to not feel alone on this. Like playing yeah. on against PC gamers with keyboards and mouses, using a controller is insanity for a game like Siege as well. Like, but um, I'm fine. I found it really weird. Like, you have to push. Like, instead of pushing like a D-pad button, which I instantly know because of muscle memory, it's like five on the on the laptop, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And then I'm looking <laughs> down. <laughs> I'm like a nano when it comes to gaming, but like <laughs> controller, I'm like, just I, like single finger, like yeah, W, go forward. <laughs> no, but like when it comes to controller, I, I muscle memory. I know where they all are. Yeah. I know what my my paddles on the back do and everything. Okay, and it all transfers perfectly. There we go. Well, there then, go. we need it. We need to fix you up. You'll be all right. <laughs> set, set me up with a good. <laughs> Speaking of games, you should you should definitely play on the right controller. Uh, Call of Duty uh, is one that I've been playing this week. I was now. Uh, I was saying. 
I don't like this game. I don't like it. I hate it. I don't like it. And now? I'm playing it on hardcore mode instead yes. of the traditional mode. And yes. I'm preferring it on hardcore. There we go, because it addresses all of your all concerns. All of my problems. There we go. Because it's like, I shot that guy in the chest with a high-powered rifle, and he's still running. And I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. That man's dead. Yeah. His yeah, lungs have dead. collapsed on him. And yeah. now I'm playing it on hardcore mode, and I'm using the... Uh, there's the M1A4 carbine rifle. Sure. It's the one under that, the cocking like cowboy rifle. Yep. I'm using that on hardcore. It's just bang, bang, and I'm like, I'm just popping people. It's pretty good. The marksman ah. rifles are a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, marksman yeah. rifles. Once yeah, you yeah. get your setup going, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yes, they they've released their season one. Uh, they dropped their season one launch yesterday. Yep. Uh, that's come out with uh, a bunch of classic maps on there. There's some new game modes. Ma- oh yeah. Sorry, no, I'll ask you later. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a bunch of new stuff. There is yep. a a new Fortnite style, uh, like uh, <laughs> yeah, perk system where you're basically upgrading throughout. Uh, you can purchase now the. Uh, I'll tell you what, this is the one thing that's getting me. Like the, all the new game stuff is a lot of fun. It's still fast. They've done a lot of like patch fixes, so the game is is still as fun as it is it ever has been. Yeah, but yeah, now here come the microtransactions. It's it's after review season for that game is done as well. Exactly right, and I did preface my review. I didn't mention it specifically in my review. Like, there's not much on the store at this stage, but wait for Christmas, and now Christmas is coming two weeks or three weeks away. Here's the fucking microtransactions, and boy oh boy, are they crazy! Like everything they've got, like you know, fifty different packs with all these different styles, and they're all specific skins. And you know, there's a Viking pack and a you know hunter pack and a, a Viking West- pack. Yeah, 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 so you can get, like, Viking-style uh, weapons, like a big, cool Viking knife and all the rest. Uh, there's one that's a cowboy pack where you can buy, like, a cowboy boot charm and skins for your guns that make them look like Western-style. I have a, a legitimate question about that as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, it says watches when you're in the... Yep. How the fuck do you get a watch? You can buy them under this when you buy the Battle Pass and you uh... upgrade... So the idea is that you earn experience over the games. Uh, you, know, you finish a game, you do well, you get experience that goes towards your battle level, essentially. Yeah. Um, and you get some perks along the way. You get free ones throughout. Yeah. Uh, but if you purchase the battle pass, which is about, I think it's about twenty bucks Australian. Yeah. Um, you get all of these extra bonuses in there. Um, you can purchase all of these skin packs, which are equivalent of about fifteen bucks Australian. So, uh, if, so if every single one of those packs, so like the Western pack, the yeah, the yeah. Blue Steel pack, the the Call of the Wild pack, like they've got like they must have about thirty packs in there. Yeah, they are they're all about fifteen bucks each. It's crazy how much content they've released, yeah. and the microtransactions are through the roof. So originally, um, you gave this a high score. Yes, I did. Being now in regards to that, the microtransactions have been pushed in. Yep. How? I honestly think it? I honestly think this drops it back half a point. Half a point. Yeah. Okay. I was so, expecting more, to be honest. Uh, look, I the core game itself. If you can look past all of that, which I I feel like I'm one of those people that can push past a lot of that bullshit and yep. go right. I know I don't want to buy that. I know I don't have the money. I'm just going to focus on the thing that I want. Yep. I can push past all of that stuff and not look at it. Yeah. But they, they make it like, you know, you go into the game and there's all these, like, alerts, essentially the little blocks that pop up saying, oh, you've got something in this menu, go to look at it. Yeah. And there's a constant one flashing over the store. So it's like, the store's, you know, it got something for you. And for those people like myself, that's like, I... I flashing uh, lights. I need to get rid of that flashing light. Exactly yeah, right. Yeah, you're yeah. going to go look at the store and you're like, oh, fuck, that'll be cool. It's, it's capturing those people that... And I've already seen it in the game. People are, have bought the battle pass. They bought the skins. They bought everything. Now you mentioned the season pass for uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Yep. Goes to the full year, right? Yep. This one goes to the end of January. End of Jan. Okay. So, well, so yeah. So I can I can sort of get that now. It is what ten, twenty bucks, whatever. It it's might about be. I think it's about twenty bucks for the uh, the season pass. End of January. Yeah. Now, it's it's unacceptable. That is. And that's half a point as well. I, I would say more than half a point. Uh, look, uh, for, but this is the thing, right? Because, because I can look past that and go into that. And, like, you, you have an option to... Like, if you play the game enough, you can unlock all these weapons and things like that. Yep. All of those things, are like, we- unlocking the weapons is free. So that's all free. It's just There are addition- two new weapons, aren't there? There are two new weapons. You can you unlock them for free, but they are very. You have to play a lot Grindy, of the game yep. to get to that, yep. which is totally fine. You even, even if you get the battle pass, you still have to grind to that level to get past it. Yeah, totally fine. If you're playing the game enough, you'll get there. Yeah, but it's just the fact that, like, you know, the, the, it's just skins. It's. 
I, some of the stuff though, they give you blueprints for guns, and like they'll unlock. You say, here's a here's a gun that you might not have ever used before, but you get this blueprint which unlocks high tier or late game. I was wondering what that attachments. was. You see weapon yeah. blueprints and yeah. watches and stuff, and it's all locked. so blueprints essentially unlock specific attachments for those guns yeah. that you might not get into late game or after you've developed a lot of those. Like played with that weapon for long enough, so you yeah. you earn weapon XP. If you earn enough weapon XP, you unlock, you know, attachments. Set attachment, yeah. So these blueprints will unlock a lot of stuff that's late game for those weapons. Right. So essentially, it's a little bit of a pay for play, and it makes you better with those those weapons. So look, back in my day, <laughs> Call of Duty. I think World at War was, was my absolute favorite. Yeah. Call of Duty. Season Pass. I think it was four different map packs that came out throughout the year, and that was it. And and some zombies. To Fine. their credit, though, they're making all the maps and all the rest of that. That's all free. It's really just the cosmetic stuff. Okay, so the stuff. maps are free. Okay, okay. It's the cosmetic stuff. That's the the, the stuff that you're paying for. Yeah. Uh, they make it, they, but they make it blatant, and that's why I've only given it half a point off. Okay. Because the core game is still the same. It's still the same. Yeah. The core game is not impacted by it, other than that they get some different skins and some access to weapons. But I tell you right yeah. now, the guys that are buying those are probably not the play, the people that are actually any good at this game. Because that that was going to be my 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 sort of point is. Rainbow Six Siege came out four years ago because it's the year four season pass. Yeah. We're going to get the year five one next year. Yeah. Um, COD can't, this particular iteration of COD can't do a two year season pass because no. next year there'll be whatever the next COD is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So they, they don't care though because this game has has made them nearly, I think it's nearly a billion dollars already. And uh, trust me, uh, this will be the number one fucking game selling over Christmas. Like it is so fucking hot and especially yeah. for. Your little tweens who are getting over their, you know, Fortnite experience and wanting something new. This is the new one. This is the the hot game for kids this summer outside of Star Wars. So I, I'd suggest outside Star Wars. Yeah, I was going to say because Star, Star Wars, Wars is period, big. Yeah. but I think the Star Wars thing was like everyone who wanted to buy it has probably already bought it. Now that, that I, I think I think that's also maybe possibly why that uh, EA Dice are re-releasing Battlefront Two in this new pack because sure. there's new DLC coming for the new movie. Yeah. Uh, Skins and hundred yeah. percent. Like I think they're they're, they're trying to that grind stuff. I, I like if you've got this game already. I I just just say just play it as it is. It's a lot of fun as yeah. it is. Don't don't bother. I think unless if there's something you really want in there. Yeah. Um. I wouldn't bother. Like there's there's nothing in there that I've seen so far that has made me go. I definitely need to spend fifteen dollars to buy that stuff. I will say I I'm enjoying it more on hardcore mode. Much more. I'm, I'm, I'm actually sitting and playing it on hardcore mode rather than playing it for one round of team deathmatch going, I fucking hate this. Yeah, I'm no, playing look, on hardcore mode going, okay, he got me good. I still think uh, Kill Confirmed is my favourite one at this stage. I so pick up the dog tags, yeah? Yep, yeah. so you kill a character, you have to go and pick up their dog tags, so it actually makes you... Actively uh, move. Actively move, but you also have to be a lot smarter about how you play. Yeah. You can't just run around, oh, yeah, shoot a guy, snipe a guy from the other side of the map. Because if somebody from their team picks up their own dog tag, you don't get the credit for it and you exactly. can lose the game. Yeah. So those campers and those people that aren't actually playing it properly just miss out. So it, it really encourages active movement. Like um, hard point, like... Um, like a, all that sort of stuff. Th- yeah, those, yeah. those kind of game modes require people to move around. Yeah. And I still think those are the best game modes. Ground War, whatever... They're also teasing, or there's rumours of them uh, dropping in a battle royale mode at some uh, stage, which I you can fucking leave it. I I, I, mean, I it know last year's Black Ops Four, whatever it was, yeah. I picked it up because you know Matt from Recast the Past and our friend Zach and Aaron and all that sort of stuff. They were playing it and loving it, and I'm like, all right, I'll pick it up and play with you guys. They never played Team Deathmatch. All they wanted to play was battle royale. I went, nah, I'm not nah, a Fortnite fuck guy. I fucking yeah. hate that mode. Yeah, no, fuck that. Like, they don't need it. They've got so much else going for them. Yeah. They've got such a great property. Don't fuck it up. Like, small maps. Small maps, confined spaces, that's where they work the best. Fast, fast, fast. Some of the big ones I don't mind because it, it's, it's comfortable not the, for snipers. It's a, But that's the thing. It's not supposed to be. It's not a game for snipers where you have to. You can sit down. I've got a great spot. You want everybody to be uncomfortable. You want no one to have a corner they can hide in. Every time you've got your back to a wall and look in one direction, you won't be able to be shot from three other directions. You know, it's uh, you have to have I, the I think, angles. I think some maps work really well for that. Yeah. There are some maps that, like... World at War and some of the other ones had sniping maps. Which, yeah. Yeah, you could avoid the snipers by going through trenches because you can't see them in there. Sure. Fine. But I'm like, I like the spots where, like, cool, this is our map. We've yeah. made these four points for snipers for crossing over. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, no, I look, see, for me, that's that's Battlefield. That's where that comes into it. Like, yeah. that's where it's, it's the strongest Battlefield is that distance. Yeah. That space. Call of Duty is really close. It's close, in, compact, 
fast-moving gameplay, and yeah. that's I think they've tried to encourage that, and that's really great. There's a couple of new game modes like Gunfight, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think they're doing really well. But yes, avoid the microtransactions where possible. They are not required um, to enjoy this game in its fullest. Yeah. You can have a lot of fun with it. So right. there we go. There we go. Awesome. We've talked about that a lot. Let's yeah. let's move on to the big stuff this week. Yeah. We're coming up to the end of the year, buddy. One more episode left of this year, I think, and then uh, we'll be back next year. Yeah, absolutely, because there's nothing else to talk about. Um, so uh, no, yeah. we might do some YouTube stuff here and there, but that's about it. But today, yes, ahead of our game of the year episode, yes, we're talking about our most anticipated games for 2020. Yes, it's pretty big. So we're going to go, like, I think we'll do the shot for shot on this one. Yep, yep. And we're going to talk about the stuff that we're really excited about. Everything except Cyberpunk 2077, because obviously that's, uh, that's, that's number one with a that, bullet, that's, right? That's a, that's a lot of people's number one. Yep. That's definitely probably your number one. Oh, 100%. Um, it's, so, it's so exciting. So we've left it off the list. We want to talk about some other games that we're really excited about. Yeah. And I'm going to start with you, because I've just talked a lot, and I that's need fine, a drink of fine. my nice cider here. Yeah, I've already finished it. Um, <laughs> look, uh, uh, yeah... This one's actually probably... I'm excited for it, but out of a top three, it is at the bottom of the top three, but I am still excited to play it. Um, I, of course, did the 2016 Doom retrospective review. Ah. Uh, and it's going to be Doom Eternal. Uh, uh, of course... The uh, uh, 2019 release that's been pushed back to 2020. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, to be honest, it was it was one of those games I was a bit, oh, I don't know, yeah, whatever. And then, of course, you know... Yeah, Chatting to, to YouTuber G Man Lives, he was talking about how good Doom is, and yeah, yep. he is a th- fucking the Aussie Doom Marine. Yeah, and I went, you know what? As I'm gonna nut down and finish 2016 Doom, and I did, <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, "This game's great," but I think it, these are the things I'd like to see a little bullet storm arcade traps and stuff like that. And then sure. watching the trailer for Doom Eternal, it's got that. Okay, it's got the you know shoot the chain here and it swings the chandelier and knocks out you know the row of fucking shit in the way and all that sort of stuff. It seems to be a bit more quicker and arcadey and sliding and stuff. So. I'm looking forward to playing it. So um, like Borderlands. No, like Bulletstorm. <laughs> Bu- Bulletstorm is just a shitty version of Borderlands. It is not. It absolutely is. Bulletstorm's fantastic. I mean, talk to me, people. Like, yeah. yeah. Tell, I'm telling you right now, Bulletstorm is the poor cousin of Borderlands. It is not. Ow. Do you even finish Bulletstorm? I, th- I played like half an hour of it. Ah, and went, you're missing I'm out. Getting, I've got a better game already. You're missing out. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It looks like a bit of fun. It looks like it's also going to have more of a, a story. Not to say, look, I understand Doom is just killing demons and that's it. Yeah. But for that game, I found there was nothing. Is he going to go save his wife or something? No, but. No, that'd be good. <laughs> um, Mrs. <frowning>. Doom Marine. <laughs> but there's nothing that had me. There was nothing gripping me to keep going to do. To keep doing mission after mission. Like, you know, you play a. You play Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, sure. and it's like, you know, this person steals this, or you're doing this and running from this, and, like, you're on the run and stuff like, like that. That's fun. But, like, for Doom, it's just like, you're going to this level, you're clearing out demons. You're going to this level, you're clearing out demons. But that's go- Doom. Yeah, yeah, put some fucking metal guitar in there, like... Yeah, Doom, fucking blowing things up, cutting heads off with chainsaws, and uh, that's look- Doom. It looks like we'll have that still, but it looks like there'll be a little bit more... A bit more emphasis on the overarching story of this game. I tell you what, I you, you can fucking leave it. You can leave the story for all I care. That game is not about story. Oh, no. It's the not game about is about blowing things up to loud music and, like, just destroying things. Like, that's the game. Yeah, but I find after about six hours of that, I get bored of it. Exactly right. But that's the game. That's yeah. their style. Don't try and... I don't shit. want them to try and do other things. Like, yeah, I, th- I think they could do just as fine without it. Fair enough. Here we go. Right, yeah. what about you? Exactly. And it's... It's an exciting game. I'm glad that you mentioned it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about a game that I really enjoyed the first version of, and I'm very much looking forward to the next version. Again, like yours, right. you know, I'm sort of doing like three to one kind of right. kind of tiering. I'm going with this game, and it's been delayed as well. It was supposed to be released at some stage, you know, and has been in the works for a long time. Dying Light 2. Oh, yeah. Now, this game's been, uh, like, it's been in the pipeline for I ages. I completely forgot about that. Right? Everyone did because it's been around. It's been Dying Light's been out for ages. They had Dying a couple Light of like multiplayer co-op is fan fucking tastic. What a game! Like such a great game. Like such a great zombie game. It yes. combines all these ama- amazing elements of games like Mirror's Edge. Yep. Uh, with the zombie survival game, with like this really cool daytime nighttime system. Oh, the nighttime! You just don't not be out and di- uh, don't be out nighttime. And you're, you're like scrambling over rooftops, and you're like, oh shit, it's getting dark. And you hear the zombies like. Rah! 
like, run, 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 like, run, 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 run. Fuck, get to the safe zone. I, I real uh, that was, uh, that was a uh, when that you know, Dying Light One originally came out. I refused to play the game. Yeah. Until uh, a mate of mine, Zach, said, "Look, I've bought it as well. Let's go through the campaign all together." If you're scared, I'm scared. It's fine. <laughs> so we did that, and um, I loved it. It's a fantastic game. It really is. It is. It's one of those games. I think they're they're adding new elements to it. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be set in Paris, I think, this time yeah. around. Yeah. So uh, like there's tall, tall buildings this yep. time as well. Free running. Uh, there's zombie shooting. There's supposed to be base construction as well, so you can set up like safe zones and expand them and have like better ways to right. pr- fight against zombies. Yeah. That's all like you know teased. I think who knows what the final game will look like, but. Knowing how good the first game was, how much fun I had with it, um, I usually struggle with a lot of those free-running first-person kind of games. But yep. that game, what well, just makes, like makes getting into bit, them makes you a little bit sick as well, like looking down, seeing your feet running and stuff. It's like and it's a little bit disorientating when the camera jiggles yeah. around. So, but I, I think they've done a, a really good job with that first one. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I will be abs- like as far as zombie games go. Like those zombie action games, one of my favourite games in the, that, that franchise to play. Like, well, in that title range to play. So, yeah. I'm uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. Dying Light Two. I think they've narrowed it down to about June next year. So mid year release. Yeah, I don't know if they've given a they, release. Yeah, they haven't given a specific time around June. Is, yeah, okay. Yeah, so mid year next year. Right. So there we go. That's my uh, first cab off the rank. Um, my second one it probably comes as no surprise to no one who actually knows me. <laughs> um. A lot of people aren't really Lego sure. Star Wars. No, a lot of people aren't really sure how they feel about this game. Yeah, I for one Shenmue. Sh- Shimu. Shimu. No wait, Shenmue. I played Shamu. Yeah, nah. yeah. I played the second. That was all right. Yeah. Um, uh, it's actually the uh, the Square Enix uh, Avengers game coming out in May of next year. Sure. I'm sure. actually kind of excited for it. Really? I'm sort of seeing it at PAX and sitting there going, it actually looks like a. L- I-, I love. But they've got the same art, uh, combat designer from God of War. Yeah. And Kratos. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Kratos is Thor, but seeing him throw the hammer and then, like, it's saying on spot and it's pinning a guy against the wall and seeing him go, ah, ah, while it's pinned against him, and then he just keeps fighting people with his fists. Yeah. Like, these mechanics, not, like, sure, the costume designs aren't great. No. Well, that's, no. That's fine. But from what you've what we've seen that Square Enix have, and have shown is that, you know, naturally, like a Destiny game, as you progress, you unlock new stuff. Use that to upgrade your character, and it changes their their attire and stuff. Sure, that's fine. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Because that that sort of works for me because my character looks like shit. I love Thor's combat, but his costume I'm not a big fan of. So as I, I mean, Thor's not the, the the real problem here. Captain America's the real problem. Nah, I'd say Black Widow. Uh, they're they're all pretty bad. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. As you progress, I, I want to find stuff to change his attire, and the only transactions in that game that they're gonna have is just skins. I'm I'm hoping they have like a proper like okay here here you go here's the fucking end game like like skins I think it's going to be one of those progressively updated release games like how Destiny keeps updating itself and, and we'll see we'll see I, I I think the problem that you'll have with those games is replayability like it's the I played the story once I'm kind of done now like there's a lot of games like that that yeah y- it, it's got story mode missions and then it's got co-op missions that uh they I think they'll have like weeklies and dailies and stuff like that like Destiny yeah. sort of does um. Which I'm kind of looking forward to because I think they'll, you know, I'll have a copy of it. You'll probably have a copy of it. Yeah, you know, I'm a, sure we will. Like yes. maybe like a group of us will have a copy of it. It's like sweet. Let's all go do the weekly together. All right, Fuzzy, you're great with Hulk because you literally just deal out damage and you absorb damage perfectly. I mean, it sounds like me. Yes. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm a big green angry monster. So yeah. yeah, I love using Thor, but he has no fucking speed and his dodge sucks. Ian likes using fucking Iron Man and he just provides aerial support. Like it's it's going to be one of those games that like who's Black Widow? Come on. Uh, Tom. Uh, <laughs> oh, there we go. And what's Ollie going to do? Nothing. It's four players. <laughs> <laughs> oh, left out Ollie. Um, but it, <laughs> it feels like one of those games that when you watch E3 gameplay of, you know, when someone's saying like, all right, cool, shit, we've got this coming in from this side and seeing, you know, hearing another player go, I got it, and seeing them as like Doctor Strange putting up a giant barrier and stopping all the damage and stuff. Like, it's one of those games that would work for that dialogue and you okay. won't seem like a douche talking like that. Yeah. Okay, it'll be yeah. it'll be interesting. Uh, I hope to see at some stage Thor throwing Captain America the uh, Molnir and uh, oh, yeah. that'd be pretty good. Maybe that's like an ultimate ability or something. Like oh, that. that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Okay, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Excellent. When 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 are we expecting that one? May next year. Okay, so not long, not far off. About six months. 
April, May next year is going to be fucking huge. There's so much that's coming out that time. I'm so excited. Two games are coming out that time, one of which is fucking huge. <laughs> but like movies, everything's coming out around yeah. there. We had uh, we had some stuff we'll talk about this week with James Bond. Uh, yes. The James Bond movie's coming oh, out yeah, in May yeah, next year. Yeah, everything's yeah. fucking coming yeah, out yeah, that time. Um, okay, I'm moving on to my number two. Uh, it's a game that I uh, have followed every single edition of yeah. and will be buying this one, of course. Assassin's Creed. Incorrect. Uh, Although I'll just buy one of those anyway. Metal Gear Solid. No. Uh, Call of Duty. No. I'm not going to let you guess anymore because you've had enough. It's a Total War saga. Ah. It is the new game that's coming out. The yeah. new title is Troy. Uh, <laughs> I, I almost had you for a second. Is it another Warhammer one? <laughs> if they did a 40k Warhammer, I would be on top of that. Look, they are they are teasing a Warhammer three uh, coming out soon. Yep. Because the first two Warhammers have completely rocked. They're great, but they don't actually follow the uh, game rules. No fucking way your dwarfs would have beat my chaos. With the army I picked, that would not happen on the tabletop. Uh, my advice to you, Duty, as always, get good. G I T. G-U-D. <laughs> Get good. <laughs> like, uh, honestly, it's, it's a, such a fun game. Uh, my, my brother, who does a lot of the tabletop 40K play, uh, I got him into, I introduced him into the Warhammer universe. Yeah. He has been playing that nonstop for the yeah, last two saying, months. Yeah, yeah. He fucking loves it. So he's been going through all of the factions and playing every, and like, he's really getting into it. It is such an in-depth game. Warhammer 3 is coming out at some point. I'm sure it is. Yep. Because everybody's calling out for it. Everyone in that Total War universe yeah. loves that game. But we're getting Troy is the next one, which is the more classical style. Yep. Um, so lots of spears, arches. Wooden you know, horses. Yeah. And so it's got to be really How's interesting. How's wooden horse going to work in that game? Because everyone's going to see that and go, that's bait. Uh, <laughs> I think it's more like that, that. that's not the traditional style, but there will be like the, the Siege of Troy and all the rest yeah, of it. Okay. So there'll be some really interesting gameplay. Like I hope they... Take what they learned from games like Thrones of Britannia and, um, and Three Three Kingdoms, yeah. and they they combine those two and maybe make something a little bit better. They made some big mistakes in both of those games, yeah. um, especially with like Three Kingdoms. Great gameplay as far as like general play is concerned, um, but when it gets into that sort of mid to late game, you start getting bored because everybody has the same units. So I think they're focusing on like hero units. They're focusing on uh, some uniqueness within each of the factions, yeah. and that's where they're really going to like make it a, a standout. It's what's worked so well for Warhammer Two. Yep. Um, so I think they need to focus on that, make it unique, so that every time I play a different faction, I get different elements that are working for me that make me feel I like was, a I was more enjoying unique. Total War Warhammer Two because you you advised me to get it when I got my laptop. Yeah, and I got it and I was having fun with it, and then I played you in it and I went, "This isn't right." <laughs> I mean, you know, pro, buddy. Look, I'm okay at it. 1v1 me in Formula 1. I'm okay at it, but I know, like, there is there is another level of player at that yeah. game. who are, They're just crazy. And so you can watch some of their stuff, like the uh, they have, like, invitationals yeah. um, every year, which is their big you know, competition tournament stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, some of those, those, those guys are nuts. But, yeah, so that's coming out next year. I believe it's indeterminate at this stage, but yeah, there's a lot of trailers for it at the moment. Yeah. So to- a Total War Saga, Troy. So it's kind of like a, it's kind of like how Call of Duty does Black Ops. Yeah. This is like a little in between game between the big releases. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm expecting this this release, and then we'll get either Warhammer Three or perhaps like you know, another 40K. Rome. Give us a 40k Total War. That'd be fun because it's all ranged. Yeah, it'll be it'll be much like they they did a bunch of stuff with like Empire, yeah, uh, where they had like ranged units as well. Yeah, but if they had had a forty k game in this this universe, I think it'd be quite fun. Yeah, so uh, so there you go. Well, uh, my number one probably comes as a surprise to no one, but my honourable mention will be Formula One twenty twenty. I love Formula One. <laughs> it's just going to be next year's game. Sure, I just want cross play because then you know if you've got it on PlayStation, if I got it on Xbox, and mate Liam plays it on PlayStation, really, you won't have to buy it twice. Exactly, <laughs> you won't have to buy it twice. Um, uh, my number one comes as a surprise to no one. It is Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. It is the Dragon Ball Z RPG game that's coming out. Sure, it's just going to follow. The, if, if you're familiar with the TV series, it's going from season one to season nine. It's doing it all. Uh, but essentially... All of the things. All of the things. But rather than just doing next boss fight, next boss fight, as you know, previous Dragon Ball games would just be like, yep, you do the next fight, you've got some new abilities, you do the next fight. You'll actively need to level up. If you're playing as Goku, if you're playing as Piccolo, if you're playing as Vegeta, you actively need to level them up to yep. do the boss fights. Yep. So, you know, if you want to... You know, the first boss they've shown is, of course, Raditz, who's the, you know, the first 
bad guy. Of course, Radish. Yes. That's basically what his name is. Um, <laughs> so in order to fight Raditz, you actually need to train in the wild. You need to, like, you know, you need to go fishing and beat up, like, You need wild. to make a soup. I mean, that's where you Radish actually, goes. No, you yeah. actually need to eat because, <laughs> like... The thing in the TV show is Saiyans are constantly hungry, and that's where they get their strength from, is they eat a load of food. So, like... Oh, it's kind of like The Flash. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, and um, you see it all the time in the TV show that they eat, and they, like, just balls just keep stacking up and stuff like that. And when you eat in this game, it buffs your attack. It buffs your defense for ah. a certain amount of time. Kind of like Skyrim a little bit. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> so it'll buff your stats, but then when he gets hungry... Just pause the game and, like, eat 50 wheels no, of no. cheese. You need to fly <laughs> back to your house. Oh, you need to okay. go and catch a fish. You need to actually go... You can't just go to a store and buy it. Oh, you okay. You actually need to go do the stuff. Bit more, a little bit more Zelda-y then, like uh, Breath of the Wild. A little bit, yeah. Okay. So it, it looks fucking fantastic. It is a giant open world as well. Of course, you know, in the series they go dynamic and there's different parts of the world, stuff like that. So that'll that'll be different sub-worlds as you keep going. But it's one of those games as well that, like, uh, if you punch the boss so hard that he goes flying and he crashes through mountains and they explode, when you fly past them after you've done the boss fight, the mountains are still crumbled in pieces. Interesting. You know, there's still giant holes in the ground. The grass starts to grow back from its, like, scorched earth. Like, it's that sort of Dragon Ball game that, when you play the old ones, they're still great and they're still fun. Yeah. But, like, when something explodes, like, the rubble just disappears and then it just goes to normal. Yeah. Like, this is that... A little bit. You had that with um, the the combat game that you played earlier this year. Uh, the the the, the Dragon Ball, that the card guy, the Yu Gi Oh guy, uh, 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 Jump Force. That's the one. A little bit like yeah, Jump Force. It would have it, and then it would just flat disappear. Yeah. The this, ground explodes, and then all of a sudden it's fine. It's yeah. fine again. Yeah. yeah. Um, this this looks absolutely fantastic. Okay. And for big Dragon Ball fans, you know, you can't fly at the start of the game. So you have to fly around using Nimbus, and you have to call Nimbus, and then you fly with Nimbus, and then later on you learn how to fly. And oh, it looks I'm sure someone will be able to tell me that that is correct. So, uh, yes. Nimbus I trust the man with the Dragon Ball tattoos. Nimbus is a flying cloud. Of course. Yeah. It, it's fantastic. There we go. Give it a watch. There we go. Dragon yeah. Ball Z. What's Kakarot. it called? Kakarot. It'll actually probably be our first episode of next year, because it comes out the 15th of January. Release the Kakarot. <laughs> this man is <laughs> it's, it's fucking great it's This great. man is looking at me And shaking his head yes. There we go Exciting There you go That's the number one game for duty I've got a couple of Honourable mentions for next year yep. uh, Neo 2 yep. uh, Is coming out yeah, Looks you a lot of fun yep. yep A lot like the same game But better graphics More You know Better Harder Up, bosses what it needs, yeah. it's, it's one of those games you got to sit down And get everybody To shut the fuck up And like leave you alone it's, you got to focus So yep. that's That's a game To, uh, to play on your own. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, they're doing a remake of that as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, and they're doing it in the two modes, traditional combat and the the current sort of sandboxy combat. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm just going to say, like, there's been a lot of remakes. You've had the Resident Evil stuff. You've had a bunch of other stuff. This is a ground-up rebuild of the game. They've essentially just scrapped the old game, apart from the, the story. story. And the and costume design and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And they've just gone, right, here's a completely new game. So... I'm excited to play it. I played Final Fantasy VII. I remember the five-disc set that I got on PS1. Fighting Sephiroth. And you literally had to, you like... get that Final Fantasy VII question, though, on uh, the quiz episode, could you? Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> uh, that's why. Uh, but, yeah, like, it's one of those ones you play through and, like, you literally get to the end of disc one. You have to take it out and put disc two in and hope, like, fuck that the file wasn't corrupted when you tried to reboot it again. Yeah. It was crazy, that game. So... I love it. I'm excited for it. Uh, looking forward to, to seeing that. Yep. So those are my two honourable mentions. Yep. Um, also, yes, of course. Bird is close. Um, uh, also, whatever the fuck the launch titles are for the new consoles, they haven't been announced Rumored yet. Spider-Man 2 for PS5. Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man is the greatest PlayStation game ever. <sighs> Sorry, I accidentally yawned, but it was actually quite timely. Um, yeah, seriously. I love Spider-Man. That was, that was the reason I bought your PlayStation, was to keep playing that game. Ugh, groan. Yeah, whatever those launch titles are, they're yeah. gonna be, there's going to be something unique. They always do something old and then something new as well. Yeah. Uh, like which, is, which is really exciting. So I'm, And they'll do something really shit. It'll be like Knack or something like that. Or, but they had like Infamous was one of the launch titles for the PS3. So and PS4. And PS4. Yeah. So yeah, like, I think great to have those things in I there. I love another Infamous game. Infamous is fun. A lot of fun. The neon one was really cool too. So uh, that was, that was, the, four, that was the, the most recent one, yeah. yeah. So look, uh, I'm excited to see what they come out with. Uh, we have no idea yet, but when they do, we'll be talking about it on the show yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, probably honourable mention as well. There are heavy, heavy, heavy rumours. Like, and, and this isn't... Heavy like, yeah. rumours! <clears throat> it's a... 
you know, grain of salt sort of thing, but a lot of people actually report it. Like, Lad Bible, IGN, like, heaps of people actually reporting this, that at the Game of the Year Awards at the yep. end in this year, December, they are going to show the new Batman game. That okay. Is, that is the heavyweight because okay. we've got is that G- new? Is that new platform or is that, uh, that it'll current be, gen? It'll be new platform most yeah. likely. But uh, it's uh, apparently it's going to be done by the team that did Arkham Origins. Okay. Um, Our Christmas game of the year. Yeah, Christmas official game. Official game. And uh, uh, on, on Batman Day this year, because he eighty years of Batman, they were you know uh, Warner Brothers Montreal and stuff were teasing, putting okay. little teasers out on Twitter about it. So. Apparently, it's going to do something to do with the Court of Owls, and the Court of Owls are one of the most Ooh, modern, great, yeah. great villains of Batman. Yep, great, great, uh, great storyline in the, oh, yeah. the Batman universe. There you go. I'd be excited for that. Okay, well, there we go. Um, so, my number one game, of course, I'm going to talk about it because it's a lot of fun. Yes, it is another zombie game. It's The Last of Us Two. Oh, coming out. Never finished the first one. I know you didn't, and that's just, I, I honestly. It's mind-boggling to me that you didn't weren't able to finish it. It was one of those ones that it was a game that I could not put down. It was like a cover-to-cover kind of thing. I had to finish that game. It was so engrossing. I got up to where you meet another dad and his kid. Uh, just you know, I don't know how far that was. Yeah, no. You, uh, this is one of those games that was released on the PS3. Yep. Uh, it was released in like June that year, and then November they released the PS4, and then everyone's like fuck, we need The Last of Us on this console. So, like, less than a year later, they're releasing another version of that game in the, the HD. HD to fuck. And it, yeah. it was like, it, there are not many games that do that. I think they did that with GTA uh, 5. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, there, there's GTA 5 and then there's this game. And it's just, it's such a good game. Like, everything about this game is so good. It's one that I owned on both consoles. Yeah. And the experience to it is Almost second to none. Like yeah. it's it's done by the team at Naughty Dog. So Naughty Dog, we know, like famously good for making their games. Uncharted, Uncharted, obviously. I really uh, enjoyed Uncharted Four. That's that's actually probably one of the best games I've played on PlayStation. And there's a there's a lot of you can see a lot of those similar Uncharted elements Definitely. in The Last of Us. Yeah, I think and the did, story uh, Crash is Bandicoot as well. The original Crash Bandicoot. There we, of <laughs> course, because you know there's a comparison there. Well, in, in Uncharted, you actually play OG Crash Bandicoot in Uncharted. I know, play I the first know. level. Yeah. Uh, but like, I, th- I think there's a lot of like really good stuff that that's in this game. That uh, they they are always at the cutting edge of everything. Yeah, they've got cutting edge graphics. They've got uh, like the the f- uh, the motion capture that they do with the ac- actors and actresses. It's pretty rad. Incredible. It's pretty wizard. Uh, <laughs> it's so wizard, Annie. <laughs> oh God! Now uh, uh, that, I, I clearly haven't finished the first one, but I've seen yeah. trailers and stuff for the second one. I'm like, all right, we're playing Azili. Joel's dead. It's the same thing with the Walking Dead Telltale games. Like, oh look, we're playing as I can't even remember the character's name. He's dead. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like a five-year-old game, so yeah. But yeah, you know, fucking play the game. The, how he dies is the fun part. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, yes. But how is the is what you need is to the answer? Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, so I uh, look always, always at, ev- at the front of everything. Great story, yeah. Uh, great graphics, great gameplay. Like it looks like a lot of fun. What we've seen so far, what they uh, they showed at the Sony conference this year, yeah, looked amazing. There's a lot of like, I wonder if they're a not lot of sneaking around, like taking out people in a car park. I think it was. They're not, they're not set in the same universe. Uh, probably not. But Last of Us and Days Gone aren't the same. I uh, know, no, no. Because no. they're both similar in style and setting, kind of. But there's less, there's a less of a horde function to um, to this as there is in Days Gone. Yeah. I think that's the big thing out of that game was that horde mode like stuff. It's like you can go around to different spots, but then all of a sudden this horde comes out of nowhere, and you have to try and figure out creative ways to kill it. Yeah. This is more like more survival. Uh, survival meets the zombie story meets this crazy other thing going on like it's just there's some sort of x factor to the last of us that just makes it good yeah the the problem i think they have is that there's such a high fucking expectation because they delivered such a good product last time yeah that they have to do such a great job this time i mean they're putting fucking motion capture suits on dogs for god's sake you know they're they're doing they're doing everything they can to make it great because they know the expectation is there but it's naughty dog they're like city project red they they are Trustworthy entities that you go. Yes, I trust you. I know that you and deliver good content. There's no microtransactions in those games as well. Uh, there, there would be absolutely no point. It's it's like God of War. Like, yeah, what are you going to do? Like, put them in a, a new like. Put them in a pink leotard. Yeah, original original Kratos skin or something like that. Like, I mean, I would. 
but give I mean, me, give me the original fuck Kratos cares? voice over the modern Kratos voice. I mean, like you, you, you're splitting hairs on, yeah, on yeah, yeah. some of those voices. I think they do such a good job that you just like you're engrossed in it. So yeah, I mean, you have to get past the Ellen Page factor, obviously. It's not Ellen Page. Ellen Page. It's not Ellen Page. It's not. No, it's the. Um, I can't remember the actress's name, but she is. May in, as well be Ellen Page. She's in What Women Want, and she's in the first Avengers film. Sure. She's the daughter of Mel Gibson and What Women Want. Yeah. And uh, she's in the, the first Avengers film. She's pretty much Ellen Page. It's not Ellen Page, though. It looks exactly like her. It's close. It's entirely her. Anyway, if you don't like Ellen Page, you won't like this lady either, because she's pretty much a clone. Uh, but, but yeah, look, I, I think it's it's a really fun game. I think there's a lot to like about it. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot. I think a couple of years ago, someone from was it was it EA or Ubisoft was like, oh, you know, fucking single player games are dead. And then yeah. they just started dropping like, you know, Red Dead Redemption 2, fucking God of War. Like just and now we got Jedi crushing. Fallen Order. Yeah, like all of, and it's a single player experience that you're just gonna love. So yeah, that that's where I think like that's where companies like Ubisoft uh, are doing it really, really well because they're doing single player games. Yeah. Like we're gonna get Watch Dogs Legion at some point. I'm actually quite excited for that after we saw what we saw at PAX. Sure. But then they're, they're keeping the multiplayer alive with Siege. They just keep updating Siege. Yeah. I, I kind of like that, yeah. Okay. They're, they're, they're appeasing both markets. Look, I, I'm very happy for the one-and-done experience. I'm, I'm quite happy to spend $70 and have an experience that lasts me 20 hours and I'm engrossed throughout. Yeah, exactly. That's that's enough for me. I, I'm quite happy to put that down. I'll keep the, keep the game on side. You know, if I ever feel the need to go back and play it, I'll have it there. They're, they're really good quality games. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's other games you can pick up and put down whenever, but those games are ones that are absolute keepers for me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, very excited about that. Um, but, yeah, so those are my games that I'm looking forward to next year. I'm also looking forward to playing Death Stranding. I haven't actually played it because I just have not had the time. So in the next couple oh, of weeks yeah, uh, where we're, we're off, I'm going to be uh, cracking into Death Stranding and uh, during and, uh, our Christmas break. And Resident Evil 2, mate. At some point, maybe. Big, big <laughs> bottle of scotch. All I know is my heart says maybe. A big bottle of scotch, and we'll just, we'll, just, uh, <laughs> we'll just record the commentary with it as well. Sure. That'll so, be fun. But yeah, so that's, that's my game of uh, game of the summer this year, is, is playing Death Stranding. Yeah. And what about yourself? Are you gonna Anything you want to really crack the cover on that you haven't had a chance to? I'm going to be doing, to be honest, a lot of reading in regards, because I've got a fuckload of books. Um, so, but uh, I do but as this is a gaming podcast, yes. what are you doing with your... <laughs> Uh, I'm going to be doing... Uh, this is not shaken, not... Nerd. Not word. The, oh. Uh, re- oh, there we go. The, the podcast about books. How ah. have we not done that? Can we get uh, Can we get some like it's lab to change it to shaken, not exactly word? Exactly right. Shaken, not word. The new uh, comic book show from Diddy Dutrum. Just him talking comics. Nah, I'll just go on some like it's lab. Um, <laughs> Gaming-wise, I will probably get back my copy of uh, Days Gone. Because okay. I, yep. I only got... Oh, mate, that is gathering that. dust. Yeah. Um, I want to try Horizon Zero Dawn. I still have your copy of that. I still yeah, haven't played play it. Play that game. Um, I want to do more Battlefront Two because we'll get the Rise of Skywalker DLC and sweet. I, I love I love playing Battlefront. Playing Battlefront with friends as well. Like me and Matt played it a couple of times and we were going cool. We're coordinating attacks. Then when Tom came on and all three of us were coordinating attacks and movements, we yeah. were fucking owning. Yeah. Like, Tom was running in with heavy artillery and me and Matt were just sitting there with snipers popping people trying to get him. <laughs> oh, it, it works. Um, I'm telling you, now, now uh, for people who don't know, Judy yeah. got himself a uh, fancy new television. Ooh, la-dee-da. Yes. Uh, it's bigger than his actual fucking house. So he's put it outside, so he's watching it from the inside looking out. Uh, Standing on the outside looking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would recommend going back and playing Horizon Zero Dawn especially the first time that you get to take down the T-Rex, it's fucking incredible. Like, all of a sudden, you're just middle of this, like, desert with these, like, giant, you know, stone columns. Don't ruin it. And and there's this giant T-Rex there, and, like, you you know it's there. I knew it was there. And all of a sudden, this T-Rex is on you, and you're like, oh, this will be cool. And then you realize how fucking incredibly boss these things Uh, are. I will say what is fantastic on my new telly is Pokemon. Yeah, growing that up, high diff gaming. No, growing <laughs> up as a kid, only playing it on a Game Boy, like the screen the size of your palm. Yeah, and then going to a fucking six <laughs> the power of the mon in the palm of my hand. But but, <laughs> but then playing like this once you because you're, you're gonna get it for for little fuzz. 
once you I see mean, it, I hope he doesn't listen to the show. No, yeah. I mean. But like <laughs> once you see it, and you'll probably play it as well, like just to give it a crack or whatever. Sure. But it's it's fantastic. It's a really fun game. Okay. Well, there we go. It's, yeah. Give it a crack. I want to hear your <laughs> That's what you get the high def television for. Pokemon. Playing Pokemon. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of the Grand Tour and it's fantastic. I've been rewatching a lot of that too. Tour. Oh, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Such a good show. Yeah. But uh, next week, Fuzzy. Oh, next week. It's the Game of the Year episode. Yes. So we're going to the official sound for the Game of the Year. Five, six categories for Game of the Year. Oh, man. It's going to be great. Uh, We'll have uh, Michael from Culture Shock. Yep. We may have uh, Evan from Gamey Gamey Game. I'm organizing that at the moment. And uh, we also might, I also might have a uh, recording of of myself and Mr. G Man uh, talking about his games of the year. So then he's providing his input as well. Excellent. So um, essentially, it's going to be a gaming. I think masquerade. Oh, absolutely. I think we need what we need to do is we need to put up the categories uh, so that people can start writing down their own lists at home. Yes. Uh, so that they can tell us what their games of the year are. Best game, best story, best indie game, worst game of the year. That's you uh, put that, that on there. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I had to put it on there. Worst game of the year, excluding Anthem. I mean, it's like best oh, game of 2020, no, excluding Cyberpunk. Anthem's just low hanging fruit. You can't do that. I mean, that's just like a kick in the nuts. It's it's funny. We'll kick him in the nuts again several times, very firmly, but I think we need to go worst game of the year except Anthem. All right. Oh, All right. Re- he had a big I speech. I changed right my list. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, right. there we go. There well, go. make sure you check us out next week. Game of the year episode. It's going to be our last episode for 2019. Yeah. We'll be back in 2020 with a hop bunch of games. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be hot, hot, hot. I fucking love Dragon Ball. <laughs> I'm actually going to be on uh, I Like to Like Things, Chris Brayton's podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course, it's a, it's a podcast where uh, the host, Chris, he doesn't know what, you know, if you love something, let's say for conversation, you love Lego. Yeah. Chris loves Lego, but if you sure. love Lego, you explain why you love it, and then he goes and actually tries it to see if he loves it as well. Excellent. I'm doing Dragon Ball. See, what you need to do is try bondage. Like, yeah, <laughs> I love bondage. No. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do Dragon Ball because he's he has not seen a lick of anything of it. Okay. Um, so I'm doing that for, for his episodes. So I reckon you need to recommend like a top five episodes kind of thing. That's the thing. You can't do it with that. Well, because most of those episodes are just guys going, ha! Getting up over 9,000. Yeah, you have to find out what, uh, what I go with. <laughs> but essentially, I'm going to recommend... Uh, Either some Dragon Ball, some Dragon Ball Z, or some Dragon Ball Super for him to watch, and he's gonna he's gonna give it a watch. Exciting, yeah. exciting stuff. Well, there we go. So make sure you check us out uh, next week. We're gonna be talking about that. Duty's gonna be on. Uh, Game of the year. I like to like things. I like to like things. That'll be. Uh, I'm actually gonna be on an episode of So I Married a Movie Geek as Ooh. well, doing a 2004 movie draft. So uh, check that out. There's lots of hot things happening. Yeah. Uh, on and around our podcast, that's and, not uh, noob related. Like I'll probably be back on that as well. Yeah. There we yeah, go. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, make sure you stick around. We'll be uh, doing all of those things. We're very excited to, uh, to be talking to you, it's talking it's about at you well. about those things. <laughs> it's outside. It's about to rain. We better stop. <laughs> That's the one. Uh, I've been Fuzzy Dan. I'm reminding you to never, ever, ever pre-order anything ever. Duty's pulling your face at me. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Duty reminding you to play with each other and play with yourself. Bye-bye.